Captive on at the 500 metres. They're in the middle of the track. Yendall goes for the whip. Here come the runs. Mawunga up around the outside. Dallasan trying to cut the corner. Then call sign Mab running through them. State of Rest has got the split. 300 to go. And the Irish horse sprints clear. State of Rest a length. Animo follows it through. And very elegant to the outside at the 200. State of Rest a neck. Animo very elegant late. It's State of Rest at the 100. Animo wearing it down. State of Rest just in front of Animo. State of Rest holding on. State of Rest, I think, has just won for the Emerald Isle from Adamo and very elegant. Then came Moonga. Next to finish, Probabile, Dallas and Colsign Mab and Captivant in a thrilling Cox Plate. Yes, and uh, a very graphic description there by Matt Hill. He, um, he he saw it very well just listening there. You didn't have to even watch it to, to hear the description of what happened with State of Rest and Adamo pairing off fighting out, a, to use a Ken Howard expression, a tooth and nail finish. But State of Rest got the margin by a short head. As we know, it didn't end there. Craig Williams on Animo lodged an objection against State of Rest for um, uh, uh, interference over the last 100 metres, which was seen by everyone in Australia from any number of angles. However, the, uh, the onus rested, of course, with the stewards panel. And Rob Cram, the chairman of Stewards in Racing Victoria, has uh, been very kind enough to join us this morning to to go through this rather dramatic uh, series of events. Rob, good morning. Thanks for your time. Good morning. Yesterday, of course, um, as we know, the the, the principles of a protest or the procedures um, from a steward's point of view, it's the same as a Matoa made it as a cox plate. But I suppose even allowing for that, 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 that said, the gravity of the race and the situation... I suppose to a degree, it, it's, it is at the back of your mind, isn't it? Yes, we're fully aware of the occasion, the high profile of the race, the um, very generous prize money, but you don't let that cloud your decision-making or your process. You stick to the same processes that you do in every protest, as you've explained, whether that's a country maiden or a cox plate. Did you have extra angles uh, available to you yesterday, Rob, because it was such a, a big race? I think it was a helicopter angle and, and all sorts of different angles that potentially you, you, you may not get. Yes, being a feature day, we had more camera angles. Um, we had head-on, side-on, back-ons, overheads, tight shot, tracker shots, etc. Quite comprehensive. Rob, uh, watching the race live from your position, I imagine that the, the stewards' tower is still on the same spot that I remember at Mooney Valley, where you, you get a rather strong head-on view. Uh, what were your initial thoughts watching that race as they went to the post? Yes, I did observe the incident live and um, I was expecting uh, Craig Williams to at least look at the video, if not lodge an objection, being aware of the situation that, of the incident near the 100 metres. What was the defining uh, reason, I guess, or thought process, um, you know, if you had to single out one thing, I guess, Rob, with dismissing the protest? Um, ben, the incident occurred passing the 100 metres and John Allen shifts in when riding along and rushes Animo. The stewards analysed the detail of that incident and compared the interference suffered by the suffering horse to the final margin as published by the judge when the horse has hit the line. So the underlying principle is always if that incident had not have happened, would the horse protesting against the horse that caused interference have beaten that horse home? And that's the underlying principle that's applied to all objections 
Rob, for listeners this morning, and we get the opportunity to, to see a lot of protests being undertaken with uh, our, uh, our modern technology. Cameras can be in the room. That wasn't the case yesterday. But just for that point where you finally deliberate, your panel deliberate, uh, just to explain the process. Is it a, a majority decision? That, is that how it works out? Yes, yeah, certainly. Um, we had a panel of five stewards adjudicate. Um, each steward hears all the evidence relevant to the objection. Um, we adjourn to discuss it. Uh, each steward has one vote and the majority vote rules. And uh, as we know, Rob, uh, Craig Williams has got the gift of the gab. He doesn't mind a chat at the best of times. It was a very, very long protest hearing. Uh, what was his argument uh, effectively? And I'm sure he, he mounted an extensive argument. Well, he did. I mean, his argument was that he'd come from behind state of rest. He made ground that there was an incident at the 100 metres in which state of rest had shifted in to him and made contact with his horse. And that then um, he believes he'd made some ground to the finishing line. And it was Craig's view that had that interference not occurred, he would have beaten state of rest home. You've been the chairman of stewards for a few years now, but you're, you're an experienced steward and obviously been part of a lot of protest hearings. Uh, has there been one as with as much gravity as, as this one yesterday that, that you've been involved with? Um, one comes to uh, my mind. I have a clear memory of the Cox Plate with Viscount Sunline and um, Northerly. We had a double protest, I think, that day. So, yeah, I have a clear memory of that, which was the same race, of course, the Cox Plate. Exactly. I was trying to remember, I was talking to Ben before we came on air, uh, Craig Williams, I think, secured a protest. He had an objection upheld, and I reckon it was at Mooney Valley, and I reckon it was a mile race where a lot thought, well, it'll be dismissed, but it was upheld, and he used the word intimidation. Were you on the panel that day? Do you recall that? Um, I, under, I, I recall the situation you're describing, but... Um, I'm not sure if I was there, but I understand what you're putting over and uh, that term was used, yes. And, Rob, the, the the margin is a significant factor, obviously, in, in all protests. This was a short head. Given the time that, uh, you know, you took to deliberate, can can the sort of listeners read into it? If the margin was, was anything less than a short head, you know, there was every chance it may have been upheld. Was the margin a, a crucial factor? Yes, Ben, and it probably answers your earlier question from you that, um, had there been slightly more interference suffered by Animo or had the margin of being less, then it would be more likely that the objection was upheld. But it was as it was with the shorthead margin and the actual factual interference and incident that occurred passing 100 metres, um, it was the stewards' view that, um, that the protest uh, be dismissed. Was there any other stewards' news to, or major stewards' news to come out of the Cox Plate, Rob? And have you had any update from Annabelle Neesham in regards to, to Zaki's wellbeing? Um, not at this stage, no, that we will be following that up. Um, we had two suspensions during the day out of race five, Lyndon uh, Meach and Daniel Moore. Um, and we had uh, the late withdrawal of the uh, uh, John Baker horse out of the Mooney Valley Cup, race eight. Yeah, that was, what was the reason behind that, the Harpo-Mark scratching? That's correct, Harpo-Mark. Um, stewards received a report from Racing Victoria's Chief Vet, Grace Forbes, that a full review had been made of the uh, CT scans of Harpo-Mark, being a nominated horse for the Melbourne Cup, 
um, and the uh, panel of experts had reviewed those scans and reported there was an issue with the near foreleg of the horse. Um, Mr Baker had a discussion with his stable vet and they elected to withdraw gelding from the race as a result of that. Fair enough. As we said at the start, appreciate your time this morning and taking us through what was a, a very uh, high-powered situation, but uh, thanks for that this morning, Rob. Thanks, guys.